this week. We've succumbed to the Tamworth Warriors. We've got our cages ready for the Tigers. And there's a bit of give and take on the injury front. Welcome to On The Ranch. Yes, welcome back to episode 38. I am Rob, also known as uh, Ron Burgundy, because if it's written in front of me, I will read it. You can find me on Twitter, at XRBob. The man to my right, the Barking Frog MC, is in his boardies in a very tight singlet. I can see the nipples. that tight. <laughs> and Pistol from on the spot, he's holding his mic like a chocolate eclair. Wow, I don't eat chocolate eclairs okay, much Okay, just, just the cream ones like from Van Wilder, but anyway. Yeah. Wow, I just don't want to get too far Any organic it. fuels this rig these days, my friend? This rig. This rig. Mm. This rig is in seasonal prime. ISO prime. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Well, the postman this week has delivered us some new iTunes comments. Woohoo! Yes! We've got 10 five-star reviews. Well done, ladies and gentlemen. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. It's rocketing us up the charts. I don't know where we are. They'll be hiring us for on Fox or on Channel 9 soon. You watch. How could they go wrong? Yeah, we'll probably be Channel 9 first. <laughs> We're not quite Fox material. Before we make it to the big time. The biggest tiger left us a message. He said, uh, yeah, it's fun. Look, this podcast isn't just for Cowboys fans. It's a wonderful time of mates catching up, recorded for our pleasure. He's a good kid, big tiger. He's got a man with his I nearly spat my drink everywhere. Then it's like, wow. Isn't that good? Love it. Smooth. And Cambo22 left us a review on iTunes as well. Good as gold. Great pod, lads. Up the blue and the grey. Yeah. Have to, yeah. Have to agree, Cambo. It is a great pod. We, we did put a call out to Cambo last week because we didn't know who he was and he yeah, was right. leading the he was leading the uh, tipping comp. Well, he's still kind of. Isn't he? Yeah, we'll, we'll get into yeah, that we'll later. But uh, have you got that there? He's a different Cambo than what I thought <laughs> was. Not the Cambo we thought, but that's good. Hey, there are many Cambos around. No, Cambo is uh, is a fan from Brisbane. I do believe it was Brisbane. I think <laughs> I'm sure you'll tell us if we got it wrong. Yeah, I can't I'm remember sure now. I thought you had it fine. written down. No, no, I, d- I didn't write that one down. Just the review. He did. He wrote us a glowing. Oh no, he didn't even respond. He sent us a message and responded. Oh, yeah, but he anyway. Did. And we got a question from a fan. Cat asks, uh, "What made you hate the teams that you do?" Ooh, good question. Ooh. Which uh, mine's pretty obvious. Oh well, it's not. I mean, I hate them. I don't hate the Broncos, but I don't like the Broncos. And the reason is, is there a difference there? You well, don't hate's like a, hates a very strong term. A lot of people used to hate Manly, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was the whole they hate us because we they ain't us and that sort of crap. Hence the sign. I think uh, one of uh, Alex yeah. Yeah. Hate, breathe if you hate Manly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, things like that. But I've never really ever hated a team. I wasn't a big fan of the Tigers post two thousand five, but that wasn't their fault uh but in the last probably five or six years i've really grown to have an exceptional dislike for the broncos mm-hmm. and it's got to do with there seems to be an air of arrogance with the team that they're going to make the finals every year no matter what you ask them and the reason i think is because it's a mediocre team that has been gifted the primetime tv spots mm-hmm. yeah. at, at the sacrifice of all other teams in queensland yeah new, and new south wales and new zealand mm-hmm. uh and just things like you know bennett really put me off it put me off the the entire team so and things like that persist with boyd and then you hear things like from gordon tallis where like he gets invited back you know they want the players to come back and they all you know for functions and that yeah and even the players ex-players are saying well, why would i go back there like there's there's a problem from the admin down but they deny it there seems to be from everything that i've ever heard from anyone 
anywhere in the world. Like, I mean, I've been lucky enough, obviously, in my position to meet a lot of players and get to know a lot of the players quite well and, and keep in contact with a lot of the older players that have come through the system and, and have since retired. And a lot of them have gone through the Broncos at some stage. Um, and, yeah, some of them do have their issues with it. Some of them don't talk about the club itself much. They talk about their time there. They talk about uh, Wayne Bennett and that. But, yeah, they don't say... <laughs> There's not not always a large amount from the actual club. It was always about Wayne. And I think from the moment that Wayne left the first time, you could see the club start to show he whispers of true colours. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's still, I mean, let's be honest, it's probably still his Wayne's baby, even though he's not there. He does a little control. Wayne's tied. Well, I don't think it's Wayne's baby. I don't think it's Wayne's baby anymore. It's gone severely downhill since he left. Um, And it's, you know, it's, it's a bit of that. And it's a bit of the, you know, big brother, little brother mentality, which is part of a club and part of some fans, not. Not all fans, cat. Don't worry. For for me, cat's <laughs> cat's partner is a is a mad Broncos fan. So uh, <laughs> hence why you threw that out there. For me, as a kid growing up, um, obviously pre Cowboys, um, I was a Parramatta supporter. Hey. And um, so Never I had, would have picked that. Yeah, and I, I had a, a a real disliking for Manly. Um, just it was just one of those things. It was a Typical rivalry. Uh, Canterbury was running a very, very close second. Um, I don't know why, though. I, I really don't know why I ever hate them, but I've just always gone for every other team but them, you know, like. Oh, Jeff Toovey. You know, he, oh, I hated him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big part of it, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, nowadays I don't, I don't really dislike any team. I get nervous when we play certain teams. Mm-hmm. Probably would have to probably say the Sharks would be up there with my uh, least liked teams, and probably less so since Gal left um, or retired, I should say. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, nah, even then, I mean, Fafita's still there, and I'm not a big fan true, of him. True. If he was on my team, probably a completely different story. And and the same with Gal. If they were play, if they played in Cowboys colours, I'd probably love them. But um, yeah, th- those kind. I don't like that sort of attitude mentality that, that sort of comes across them. They, the Sharks to me do come across a bit smug. Um, they think they're a lot better than what they really are. They've won one grand final very recently, but they've done not, not much else. Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess if to answer the question for now, we probably have to be the Sharks. For me, would be you know. See, I'm one of these people. It's like I've always supported you know from the day from 1995. I've been a Cowboys supporter, but I've always liked other players and other teams. So it's always been hard to hate other teams because I still like certain players. Yeah. yeah. Do you still have tides to para? Do you still sort of oh, look, when they're not yeah. playing the Cowboys, you're sort of like, yeah, go your wheels. I went through a period or? there. Like I, I really did support. I still sort of like they were my fa- second favourite team when when Hindmarsh was there. Loved Nathan Hindmarsh. Just loved his his work mentality. Just go, 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 go. You know, work hard. And, that, and I mean, obviously, post-footy, he's, he's a very funny man with Fletch. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I, I do sort of follow their tide a little bit. Um, you'll never see me get into the old uh, bash bash para with a lot of our mutual mm. friends, Pete, and I, I'll never yep. do because they are for me paramount. I mean, I felt sorry for them. They, you know, I, 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 I the first person. I mean, Peter Sterling was my favourite player as a kid. Um, hence why I went for Parramatta. Um, I've always sort of gone to a certain degree when I've never lived. I mean, I lived in Sydney for a little while as a kid, so my whole family, my dad, my granddad, were all St George supporters. So, um, you know, old members of the league club, the whole lot. We used to go there for dinner all the time. So. I used to love going down to Cogra um, to watch Para play St. George all the time. And because um, Brenda oh, just lived through. That would have been an interesting car ride. Oh, yeah. It, was, it always was. I'd rock <laughs> the young, I'd the be, young buck in the back with have, all I'd the un- me, uncles and dads. I'd have my Para jersey on and everyone else would have their St. George gear on. But yeah, I mean. You're walking home, son. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it was, you know, Manly as a kid. 
mainly Canterbury as a kid, and then um, yeah, as I got older, probably Sharks, and it's probably more so just for the way what's happened to us against the Sharks over the, over that time, that bit of a rivalry between the two clubs and that kind of stuff. So yeah, what well, it did hurt when we uh, lost to them the other week. So yeah, um, for me, I, it's no secret I don't like the Broncos, <laughs> uh, and this actually stems back to '95, uh, and you can probably call it a bit hypocritical in a way, but I was a massive Broncos supporter. I'm until they signed with Super League because I, I was mad on the ARL. I thought they were just starting to get going. The New South Wales Rugby League had this formed and it became the ARL. It brought four other teams in, the Cowboys, the Mariners, the Reds, the Rams. And, you know, it was sort of like, yeah, you beauty, we're going. And at this stage, Broncos were only in the comp for seven years. So they hadn't, in my eyes, paid their dues. They won two premierships at this stage. So everything was pretty rosy. But something like 13 out of 16 of their players or whatever it was, signed with Super League and I was against Super League. So straight up, I just went, well, you signed with them. I've turned you back. I've turned me back on them. You could sort of class it to a lot of people in a way where they've been in a relationship and they've broken up and they hate their ex. <laughs> 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 with a passion. It, you could probably put it down to that. Uh, throughout the time, though, I mean, I, I did like a few players in the team still, but like, Players like Alfie and uh, Lazo and, and a lot of the other guys and even coming through. Like, I never really had any time for Lockyer. I still don't. Uh, never really liked Hodges or anyone. I mean, these are Queensland icons, but loved them. I only liked them three, day, three, three times Three nights a year, yeah, 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 absolutely. I was like that with Wally Lewis, to be honest with you. Yeah. Unless you had an Australian jersey or a Queensland jersey, I didn't want to know him. Yeah, I did him, Cam yeah. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I guess it basically formed from there. And I know when I'm saying hypocritical because Cowboys signed with Super League as well. But at that time, they were only in the comp for six weeks. And Broncos, you know, you've been supporting them, you're going them. I was a 13-year-old kid at the time and they basically ripped me hard out of the chest. <gasps> Well, Super League was all about money too. Yeah. So you can understand Cowboys signing with them. Yeah, yeah. But you can't really understand Broncos because they were mm. rich. But then come 98 when the NRL reformed and Super League was forgotten and ARL forgotten, the war was over, the Storm came in and I thought, well, new team, new beginning, I'll get on the Storm. And uh, still fought, looked at the Cowboys every now and then, but it wasn't until 2000 when my older brother Adrian and all his mates started wearing Cowboys jerseys to the, to the game and... Prior to that, we'd still go to the game, but they weren't. You weren't dressed in supporter gear, and I ended up buying my jersey one day, and we beat Manly fifty to ten that night. And I thought, you know what? We're, it's your local team. Get behind them. You can read about them in the papers. You can support them. You, they're basically your team now. It's like it's like anything, Bissell. It's like I've always been a mad rugby league fan. I mean, even when I when I was living in Sydney, we moved back up here, and we only had the two channels at that stage: ABC and QTV, or NQTV, mm. whatever it was at the time. Oh, those were the days. And um, so we didn't have the only football we had on the television. We used to get the uh, Queensland Rugby League on a Sunday afternoon. ABC on a Saturday with oh, Warren Bolan. Yeah, yeah. But um, so my granddad used to record all all uh, you know the games of the week, like the Sunday game and and the Wednesday night Panasonic Cup game, and he would send the videotape up in the post to me. Yep. And I'd be hanging out for that. And he'd send me all the big league magazines up and all that kind of stuff. So for me, that, that was that, that's, that's probably why I love rugby league so much. And I'm lucky enough these days to work for the club yep. and do stuff with the club and get to be quite in-depth with, with players at times and stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm very lucky. I'm living a dream, really. Mm. You know? And then doing this podcast with you boys, it just 
makes it even better. But just, yeah, just so hopefully that answered the question, though, because I think we could be rambling on all yeah. night about it. Yeah, <laughs> not only that, but it also echoes Rob's points as well, where the Broncos just get every Thursday, Friday night game. They get a full weekend off. They're into it. By the time they're starting training again, teams have just got off their ice bath, you know, mm. and they they just get looked after. <laughs> Look, you can they should be a lot more successful than they are, especially yeah. in the last fourteen years. Like they they have not won in fourteen years. Yeah. The closest they've come is in twenty fifteen, obviously. Yeah, yep. and some some team from those boys, you know, the, the, yeah. the other guys, um, mm. and beat them. You know, it's just <laughs> that it's every year they go on about like if you, you see something in in. I don't know on nrl.com that says this is the team this this is what the top 8's going to look like and it's all all the experts predictions of the top 8 and then the comments underneath are why didn't you include the broncos yeah well have a look at them this year mate there's that's a very right. good chance they're not going to make it a very good chance we're not going to make it too at the weight we're going but that's beside the point and that's it oh, see now I'm getting rolled yeah. up <laughs> cuz <laughs> the next thing is they do every time you mention something that's going wrong with the with the Broncos, they turn around and say, well, have a look at your own team. Mm, mm. Well, yeah, we've been looking at our own team for 25 years. Thank you very much. Yeah. We know where we are at. We don't sugarcoat where we're at. No. We still believe in it. I still we've, believe we've we can win every game, we've, even though you're just going, yeah. oh, this is going to be a hard game to play this <laughs> Exactly. You know, there's a little, I don't know, there's a little, I know we have fans that are over the top and they have fans that are over the top, yeah. but I think, I don't know, I just, I seem to come across a lot of them that are way over the they, top. They can't see what's wrong with their organisation because they love it so much and that's fine you can you can love your team but yeah I don't know I just fancy cat I just don't, hate the Broncos all, all for, for say, a lot of reasons all, all I can <laughs> say to both of you guys don't move to Melbourne then alright yeah. right. no. don't move to Victoria and and I know you I know we all all of us all three of us here follow AFL sides but don't move to Victoria well, if you don't like that stuff. I don't think a Brisbane fan pointing at Pete would go well in Victoria I don't think a West Coast fan pointing at myself would go well in Victoria <laughs> And I'm a Hawthorne, so you're no, a Hawthorne, so you'll be fine. You'll be I'll just, fine. I'll just hang out in. with the old Fitzroy expats when I'm down there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I got, I got nothing, and we just got beaten by the sun, so I've literally got nothing. <laughs> All right, moving right along, we were witness to the Warriors versus the Cowboys last Friday night. Uh, not the result that we were looking for. The Warriors coming out on top, 37 points, which is a weird number, uh, to the Cowboys, 26, seven tries. To the Warriors, it's a list of names. Peter Hicku with a with a triple. That's we'll probably just leave it at that. Five tries to the Cowboys: Val Holmes, Kyle Felt, Justin O'Neill, Francis Mullo, and Kyle Felt picking up a uh, a double. double, which was actually defense was pretty much thrown out the window for this game on both. Yeah, both sides. Both sides. Was, I mean, it was pretty poor all that's round. That's the highest scoring game of the season so far. Yeah, yeah, and. Still not really a blowout, 11 points. Yeah. A lot of people are talking about with the new rules as blowouts in Yeah, in look, games, I mean, take the one point out of it. That was just Nick Arima utilising, the, having the ball in such a close proximity. Yeah, seconds to the, before half yeah, time. Why yeah. not have a pot at it? Yeah. I mean, all the commentators were calling it. They said, oh, he'll take a shot here. You watch. And boom, he did. I mean, it's just, why we've wouldn't We've you? done it. Morgan's yeah. done it. Morgan did it against the Broncos. Not yeah. that it helped us, but... <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's, it, it can be enough. If you're down, it could be enough to pop, pop you up. Yeah. It's a mental thing, too. Yeah. If, you, if you're six points in front going into the half you make it seven points now they've got to score two converted yeah and and, and that's I mean they're the obvious signs when when you're up by six blow it out that means they've got to score twice I mean they were only up by four at the time so that put them up five at half time that's enough still a weird it can be enough I mean we've got to score and kick a goal now to get in front so yeah Yeah, look uh, 
that was a, it was a really tough game to watch. I, I really struggled watching the game. We looked a little bit disorganised for my liking. Well, that'll to happen the, because yeah. Val Holmes an injury early on. Yeah, with that ankle that was oh, early, look, that yeah, was early on. And he is one of our ball players. There's no argument about that. But not only that, but he's the conductor behind. But he's it's telling it's, what's happening. He's that's in, your def- that's yeah. your defensive read right yeah. there. So you know you lose him early on. Uh, then we lost. Um, Jordy McLean. Uh, Jordan McLean, yeah, in the, in the first half. I think he was 20 minutes in. Yeah, 20 minutes in. So you've lost your captain yeah, and your custodian like, in the feels, first 20 minutes. It feels like 2018 all over again, doesn't it? So Yeah, look, we are struggling to finish with 17 on. <laughs> oh, it's, it's <laughs> beginning to hurt. Game. It's two um, games in a row now we've sort of so Val, limped home. Val Holmes was a low grade ankle sprain. Uh, he'll miss at least this week for the Cowboys, and most low-grade ankle sprains result in one to three re- one to three weeks return to play. These stats are from the NRL physio, I believe. And Jordan McLean was a club. Oh my God, grade one calf strain. Uh, he'll also miss this week. Would likely be looking at a similar recovery period. That is one to three weeks. Yeah. See, a sprain's not. I mean, it, sometimes a tear is better than a sprain. So yeah, a clean yeah. tear. Yeah. So um, it's it's hard to say when we're going to see the boys back. And then obviously with Morgo, still they still reckon at least another maybe six weeks. Well, he's six, weeks. six to eight. Yeah. 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 Um, he had an infection in the in the shoulder. Yeah. I read today, so that's been cleaned out, and he's got another six to eight weeks. So look, I I think that probably gives our current harvest pairing in Drinkwater and Clifford more time. Time to gel, work together. They'll come good, um, and may end up being custodians for the rest of the year. With could be. Morgan could slip back in the centres because we're losing backs like <laughs> oh, <they're> dropping like <laughs> flies, dropping I mean. like flies. It's isn't crazy. It, isn't it funny that at the start of the year we we're saying how healthy we are in depth, yeah, in yeah. depth. Like we got good backs, we got it. We got the barrel. We <laughs> we're are, scraping maybe, barrels. <laughs> maybe we maybe we jinxed them a little. <laughs> we are. I read today. So I think go the early crow. We're the second or third highest. Um, or second or third on the list of teams that have used the most players already up yeah. until this part of the year. Yeah, but some of that's been caused, like, I mean, l- let's be honest, I mean, when, when Hampton got dropped last week yeah. and they brought Hamaso on, that, that wasn't an injury situation. No, no. Was, and and from from all reports, Jakey Granville's not injured. It's it's just the form thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, th- some of those are, you know, obviously injuries force changes, but um, some of them are being, I, th- I guess, Greeny's, uh, I'm not going to say finally or, or or not, but he's, I think, I think he's got to a point where he's going, I, I've got to try something new. Mm. Yep. I've got to blood some of these young fellas because we're getting to a point where what's happening at the moment as we're starting to see people, our, our main players are getting injured mm. and our, our lower position players in the, in the squad are getting thrown in the deep end. Yep. Well, no, let's put them in and start blooding them now and um, hopefully by the time when push comes to shove, we've got 30 players that have all had NRL experience in that season. Yeah, let's just say that, you know, we go on a four or five game winning streak, turn the season around and you make the eight. It's going to be probably the only team that has resourced a lot of players to give them first grade and game time Well, they're not getting any game. Fitness, and so you've got to think about it too. You've got to think it, about it. It, it could be a blessing in disguise, could be. I mean, in a normal season, that, that's not usually a huge drama because they're playing Q Cup or they're playing New South Wales Cup yep. or whatever it may be. But there's not that, that's not there's none of that. No. So if you're not playing NRL, you're not playing at all. You're that's just right. training every week, or you're being seconded to the Warriors at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, new players, though, Hammer, oh. Hammer, so I, feel, I think he did well. I look, felt sorry for the kid. Oh yeah, thrown in the deep end. Jeez. Oh. I think he handled it. But even when Val stayed out there, he's like, nah, mate, you go to fullback. So I was like, yeah, haven't trained here at all with the first grade team. No. I'm making me debut on the wing. My job is to just sort of run fast and stay out on the yep. wing and marker. Now I've got to do what? <laughs> <laughs> 
Baptism of fire. And you're 18. Well, like, he, you're he kidding, aren't you? He's out of the frying pan into the fire this <laughs> but week. But i tell you what, I tell, I, I'll, I'll be dead set honest with you, and, and without getting caught up in the hype of, 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 of the nines and all that kind of stuff, I thought he did quite well. Mm. Yeah. I've seen a lot of other people get thrown in that position yep. and look like a fish out of water. He, he, I think he took to it quite well. Two tries assists whilst playing in the fullback position yep. and did not look out of place. No. no. Now, I, I don't know how good, he's, how good he was at organising the defensive line from behind, um, but obviously they were happy with him. But doing you, it. you give him a whole week now, plus a debut, yeah. and it's like, all right, now this is what you probably could have done on the game on Friday night. He was try this, a... try that, and all of a sudden, because he has played fullback for the Blackhawks as well. Yeah, so. he's not like he's never played fullback before yeah. or anything like that. I, I think it was the obvious choice for me. I mean, either that or you drop back Felty back to fullback, but as much as I love Felty, he's, he's not a strike a, weapon. He's, he's, he's a winging strike he's a weapon. He's, yeah. he's a finisher. He's really? a finisher, yep. you know. And and uh, look, I I, I was n- I was not disappointed by it. Mm. I thought I thought he held his own. I thought he actually he actually added. He wasn't just filling up. He wasn't just blocking a hole. He actually added to the team yep. by playing in that position. And he he didn't seem to be stunned by the moment. He just got in there and said, "Well, I got a job to do. I got to do it." And he did it. Two try assists. Unlucky not to score a try himself. Yep. Mm, you know? Yes. Shall we? Yes. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> the obstruction rule. Uh, personally, don't believe that that was a, in a uh, I guess letter of the law it was but look for me that being referred to the bunker the bunker didn't take into account that the Warriors player whose name escapes me I believe he made a defensive read a poor defensive or an incorrect yeah. defensive read and Hammer basically saw the gap but like you said before we started recording he was already pretty much through anyway yeah, before, was, yeah. before, before before there was any contact before Hess made contact he was almost in the line like he was just he's that quick yeah um, it was I know we touched on as well, but it was the same as that Darius Boyd Broncos try on the Thursday night. Now we all know I hate Broncos, but to me that's six points every day of the week, and Broncos go twenty four eight twenty four nil. There was three all all weekend. Three of them that were being quite contentious. There was the one in the um the, the Dragons um who did they play Sharks Sharks. You <laughs> <laughs> should know that. No, I chose to forget it. But anyway, yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> no, but it was the Sharks. Dragons game, um, Sharks scored an easy try under the post and it got called back because Ben Hunt completely made a wrong defensive read. He wasn't even facing the right way. He was facing towards the dummy runner. He was running towards the dummy runner Mm. but because the ball, when he hit, when he made contact with the defensive, the offensive player, was still behind him. By the letter of the law, it was the right call but I I just, I I don't think whether they're right or wrong calls, I think the rule needs to be and all, all three went up as tries from the lead from the main ref anyway. Yeah. The only ref. Yeah, yeah. Um, they all went up as tries, and I've got no drama with them all being denied because it's consistent. Yeah. But I'd be spewing if one of them was allowed and the other ones weren't. Yeah, so, fair call, fair call. You know, like, that and it's for me, it's going beyond the intent of the law in the first place. Yeah, the intent of the law is that obviously you can't have a player that runs in and takes out a player. Yeah, uh, that's the intent, but it's being—I don't think it's being exploited by players. I think it's being misinterpreted by officials, both the referee and the bunker. And I don't think that should actually be checked by the bunker. Have it. Have it. What I'll, what I'll say is for people to jump onto YouTube, uh, look up 100% Footy. Yeah. There, there is a YouTube clip on there of. Phil Gould, love him or hate him, uh, going off at Gal actually about this whole obstruction thing, and I believe it was broadcast Monday night. In in case you didn't see 100% footy, whatever night 100% footy airs on Channel Nine, and he goes into good explanation as to why the ruling is poor and why it shouldn't go to a bunker call on a try decision, considering mm. that plays like that. <clears throat> 
probably happen a hundred times in a game. The only time it goes to a bunker and a decision and an adjudication is, a is in a try situation. Yeah, inside, outside, all that. A, a shepherd to me is when you run a rip behind someone. Yeah, it's like the old it's, school shepherd. And so how many times do they run around behind yeah. players now and nothing's and nothing. ever said? Yeah. But as soon as it's, there's a try... No, it's like anything. Take cricket, 99 balls, it could be a no ball, but the one that gets him out, I will review that one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. How lucky were we not to give away a penalty try against the Warriors? Uh, I don't think that was... I think it was a silly idea to grab him. <laughs> you think? <laughs> and the send-off was probably right, but, you know, he had to prevent the try. That was one way of doing it, not the right way. I don't think it's right to run players off the ball in kick contests either. No, true no. that. But we do it, and Cowboys do it so damn obviously that yeah. it, maybe it's because I'm watching our players trying to defuse the kick, yep. but it kills me when... Yep. And I think Sorry, Felty, but you do it way too much. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> And, Look, and maybe that's the maybe Look, that's you do you do thing, want but cover, but, do, I'd, but I'd love oh. it to just go back to it's a contest now. You've got no no blockers. It's us three versus, and all three jump up at one. I that's don't know. what it should be. But you you see players, and it happens in every game. But oh, it does. It, players uh, run other players off the ball, and it, it really or stop yeah. in front of the guy jumping up, and this and that. And yeah. Oh, he didn't have eyes well, on the ball. Well, Bulldogs got a penalty last night in the game against the Roosters, where um the the one of their I don't know who the Bulldogs player was. He went up to catch the ball, caught the ball quite cleanly, but it was a contested challenge for the ball. But it was almost like, well, I'd, it was almost like he sort of missed the ball. So as he's come, he's grabbed the Canterbury player and obviously he's penalised for tackling in the air. But I, I mean, saw that. Yeah. for me, there was no intent. I mean, he he did grab him in the end, so I can sort of see where it was coming but from. But where are your hands going to go? Exactly, and that's the thing I have. I, I, I think... You know, it's not intent. To, it's like, okay, well, my hands are there. I can't just retract them in an ashtray second. No, and that and that's where I think that sometimes the referees lose touch of the game a little bit. That's where you're like, oh, I'm starting to like as much as I hated an him. An astro second. An astro second. <laughs> as much as I hated him at the start, uh, Paranara, I wasn't a big fan of him early on in the day. Um, but he was an ex-player. Uh, Lukey Phillips yep. played for us. He was an ex-player, refereed as well. Those kind of referees are starting to shine a little bit in this Getting faster a bit game. Of a feel of it. Because they've got a feel for the game already and yeah. they sort of have a bit of a better read. Seems to And be I think high. that's why those kind of referees get that bit more of a respect from the players too because they've got a better read on the game um, and they can sort of go, okay, well, yeah, there was no intention in that. Yeah. I'm just going to let that go. Yeah. Um, you don't need a like, penalty thon for no, and I, and I think the referees across like that, the board have know. done a pretty good job since we've come back. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm they're not, not being talked about a lot, no, so that's yeah, a good no, thing. No, and that's what I mean. But I, you know, those kind of referees like your Paranaras and that kind of stuff are sort of starting to shine through a little bit more because they've because players are getting tired a lot easier now. Um, he seems to come across a bit better with the players and, and seems to have a better read on what the intention was. Yep. I also like Paranara's signal for the try when he goes up with the video, puts his fist on the forearm where everyone else just makes like a T. Yeah. Just breaking the shackles a bit. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> All right. Well, um, and tell an you what. second is a measurement of time. Thank Thanks. You. Peter. <laughs> I don't think it is. Uh, Jason Tamalala, quiet night, 137 metres. Outshone by Josh Maguire with 177. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, 137 uh, still good meat. I know it's still thing. good. It's still it's good. good. I tell you, who didn't have a quiet night was uh, Cody Nicarima. No, uh, he was their standout no. player for me. He, he, God, he, he was, was, and he was arsy when he just if had only, that ball on for a try. <laughs> yeah, just oh, and I think what, five out of five out of seven tries all off the fifth tackle. Too. Yeah, you oh, are it was kidding, horrible. aren't you? But anyway, uh, I think they got our saying of the week from last week. They definitely got the rub of the green last week. Why oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> couldn't Cody play like that against the Broncos last year when I had him in a multi? I know. 
Yeah, it would be nice. Shall we? Right. Uh, shall we do three, two, one? Let's. So before we get into this week's game, Morgs better late than never came through and gave us his three, two, ones for the Sharkies game. Uh, so he gave three points to Moose, two points to Felty, and one point to Holmes, which it hasn't really changed at a huge amount. There is a little bit of movement. So um, I think there'll be a bit of movement this week. Uh, and Felty has gone to three points. So. Tamalolo, so before this week's game, Tamalolo on 30, Masters on 15, Maguire's now on 14, Robson on 9, then we've got Hess, Clifford, Molo, and Holmes on 5, Felty on 3, then Morgs, Cooper, Drinkwater, Hampton, Dunn, and O'Neill all on 1 point. Bloody hell. Mm. So Anyone who doesn't have a point. Uh, Who'd uh, like a point? You I, get a point. Everybody you get a point. gets a point. I love his point system here. It's the old bank ledger of... Pen it and, is. It's pen and pencil. Oh, yeah. Literally written <laughs> down on an old, oh, not an old, on a, uh, uh, a spiral behind notepad. Excel's overrated, man. We're going the spiral. That means I've got to lug my computer around all that kind of stuff, and it, I'm, I'm just as quick. Just look at, looking at me when you say that. While I'm looking at my laptop open up in front of me. All right, this week. Um, Pete, you want to leave with yours? I'll tell you what, I'll read yours out for you, Pete, because you didn't mine. write it down. I remember mine. I, I said it after the game. Three points, Pete. I went out of the moose. I Ooh. thought he was an absolute barnstormer. He, you guys said him all last week, and I forgot a bit about him, but watched him a lot on that Friday night game. He's the glue in that engine room. Oh, yeah. uh, you talk about Tamalolo making run meters. Maguire is, I, I now see what, what his hype is. He doesn't look pretty. He doesn't look like he busts the line or anything, but, geez, he just churns out meters and, and minutes. Uh, number two, I went the debutante. I thought uh, getting fed to the wolves and <laughs> handling handling the pressure. You know, they, there was a play there towards the end where they said, no, go out the wing, we're going to set you up. Forward pass, and then he also juggled it. But that pass isn't – if it just hits his chest, I reckon Hammer scores that and keeps us in the game. He was pretty know. open at that point. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, just – So that was Hammer. Ha- that was Hammer. Yep. Yeah, that, the debutante. Yep, the cheater. The cheetah, the leopard. The, an- the animal cheetah. The animal cheetah, I was yeah. going to say. That, yeah. the, <laughs> yeah, that's the nickname, that's his yeah. nickname yeah. apparently. We're not, we're not calling him Hansi or anything like no. that. No. Um, <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> and one point I went to our boy, Brother Kyle. I think he was pretty solid. Did go up and unfortunately didn't take that catch cleanly and it led to a Peter Hiku try on the fifth. But other than that, I think he had a pretty solid I thought I felt he, he that, I felt that he got taken game. out in that. But anyway, yeah. that's my whole... That's a, yeah. And that's something I can gripe about in where you're <laughs> contesting the ball. The player that went up to contest wasn't contesting. He actually just sort of shoved him out the way. Yeah. 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 But either way. Anyway. Bygones are bygones. We might get hung up. What do you have, Rob? I might get hung up on rules. Uh, I have gone three points for the debutant myself. Hammer. Out of the blocks. He has fired. He had a job and he did it. Yeah. For the entire game. You reckon he'd be faster than Chitaro from Thundercats? Yeah, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep, 100%. Here's a flash from the past. <laughs> You're talking to Peter here. That's where he lives. Uh, uh, for two points, I've gone Reese Robson. For me, he gave unbelievably good service where he needed it. His pass were crisp. Actually, I don't know if you saw his pass. Yeah. They were crisp. And that's it's one of the things, no offence to Granville, but it's one of the things that we've sort of been lacking a bit in the last couple of years, really. Again, nothing against Granville. But, you know, I think it's just that, yeah, maybe that youthful exuberance, maybe. But, but Nothing against Cotter either, but I noticed that when Robson came back on to relieve Cotter, 
yeah. team lifted again. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, look, and, you know, Cotter played well as well. Um, one point I've given to Francis Molo. The tank, yeah. Who just, like a tank, blasted him when he, he was, needed to. He would have been in my top four. He had a work. I, I tossed up between him yeah. and Felty. His work ethic was top notch. He's just, you know, you, you could see the enthusiasm in everything he did. He didn't just shy away from stuff, you know, 123 metres as well. Off the bench. Yeah. So, for me, Frank Molo for one point. Cool. All right. Um, should we go through Morgs? He sent no, it to yeah. you, but... Um, no, yeah. no, yeah, Do he's... We? No, no, he, he changed. He, he changed. changed it. It. You went back to him. And he had three points for Felt, two for Felt, and one for Felt. Um, <laughs> Much three, as we'd like to. Three points for Felty, yep. uh, two points to the Big T, and one point for the Moose. Now, has he done a Ruan Sims and just phoned that in, or...? Uh, he's, he's just looked at the stats, I, I think he? he's looked at the stats. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think watch he watched Come on, Morgan. You're meant to be the stat man. He's meant to be stats. I, I think he just looked at... <sighs> All right. I, I he probably know. did look at the stats. That's probably where he's come from, because uh, I've gone... Uh, Ruan Holmes-Evans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how cursed you'd think about that one. Wow. <laughs> anyway... Uh, <laughs> Moving right along, um, I went three points for Moose as well. I, I, I think you hit the nail on the head there, Pistol. He, he has been the glue in the last couple of weeks. It's just kept that forward pack together. Mm. Um, and I think what it's done is it's it's brought a few of these other players through. Like you know, you know, Dunn's been playing quite well. Uh, Molo well. has just come out and leaps and bounds so much that I've given Molo two points. Um, and uh, I've gone Hamaso for one point. Um, like. I said not getting caught up in the hype of being his debut and all that kind of stuff but he just he didn't look out of place no. he he jumped there he had a job to do he's been thrown in a deep end uh, honourable mentions was Felty I thought Felty had, did have a pretty good game uh, and uh, Juzzy O'Neill as well I thought had a pretty good game as well yeah, yeah. He, I, yeah. I keep I keep missing him he just does his job Yeah, he doesn't do anything flashy or anything like that he just does his job but um, this is probably the best O'Neill we've had since he's been at the club yeah I, I think he's been really certainly solid. the best in a couple of years yeah, yeah. and that I think that's time off last year and I think he had some time off the year before uh, the, he had the spleen last no I know year. but yeah. before that he had some time off as well I think he had his knee come, yeah. come back Juries, through, yeah. come he, back he through actually, I'm pretty sure he, he was played Q Cup for a week or two yep, yep. just one week he got dropped he just got dropped clean I think it was it was just a straight clean drop that was like a godsend for him yeah because mm. he came back so much stronger and then I think he had the spleen issue straight after that yeah yeah. He and, then, and now he's come back like even better again yep so but he's just humble too like he just he plays. was he would have played Origin last year he he yeah. played himself into an Origin jersey I reckon before yeah. he did a spleen in that magic round I'll um I'll do the tallies and up and I'll speed back too I'll go through that this is where the computer would come in handy because I'd have it done straight away but yeah. I'll, I'll do the tallying up now and I'll give us a, a, a final standing for after this week uh, game and um, at the end of the podcast well, it is Warriors. No, it's not. It's the Tigers. The tigers, like the a tiger. Tigers, look at what is oh Ron Burgundy. On. What is on that screen? <laughs> if it's on there, he you will say it. Don't want to know. <laughs> oh my. So the Tigers hosting the Cowboys this week. Hosting. I use that term very loosely at uh, Campbelltown. All right, sir. Give me a minute. A little slow with the fingers today. All right. So the Tigers in ninth place hosting the Cowboys this week at Campbelltown Stadium, five. 30 p.m. When's that? Saturday. Yeah. Oh, shit, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I've been used to these 6 p.m. Fridays. I forgot that there's Saturday games. <laughs> oh, no. All right. So the Cowboys team was announced today with the hammer taking the fullback role in place of Valentine Holmes due to that injury. Kyle Felt, who in the NRL.com, I've just noticed, NRL.com's picture of Kyle Felt. He's looking very young. Very young. 
doesn't look like Kyle Felt. Anyway, uh, Kyle Felt in the two, Justin O'Neill in the three, Sam Masters in four, and making his first grade uh, uh, Cowboys, Cowboys debut. Cowboys debut. Yeah. Sorry, not first grade debut. Connolly Lemuelu. Good, good pickup. Yes. He's going to be... From the Bulldogs? It's going to be say. interesting with him and Hammer. They're quick. Yeah, yeah, and playing outside Masters. Yeah. So there's a bit of strike power on that Rips side. Speed. Scotty Drinkwater and the big dog Jake Clifford in the six and sevens. Frank Molo starting in prop. Reese Robson in the hooker. Josh Maguire at 10. Mitch Dunn 11. Cohen Hess in 12. He's back. And Jason Tamalolo is captaining this week. The first time he's captaining in... In your cowboy jersey. In regular, in, in regular. In Regular home and away. Uh, he has captain the nines, obviously. But, yeah. uh, and his country. And his, well, and his country. So, you know. Is it, is he's the a, king of Tonga, mate. Is this an upgrade or a downgrade? That's <laughs> hard to say. Uh, Benny Hampton has got the 14 uh, on the interchange bench this week with uh, Corey Jensen at 15. Peter Holler. The Prince. The Prince. The Prince. Starting at 16. And Gav Cooper at 17. Tom Opachik. Shane Wright, Ruben Cotter, and Emery Perre rounding out the extended reserves bench. For the Tigers, Benji is actually at number 18. Yeah, he was on the bench last week as well. Oh, last week was, I believe, partially due to us a form drop. Yeah. And also because <laughs> and also he a gave reporter. a reporter a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> so I don't know if he's still. Well, in 18's not from in that. the top 17. So would it be called Benchy Marshall? Not yet. Oh. <laughs> Not no, yet. dad joking. You're not even a dad. That's yeah, terrible. I've that got a nine-year-old Rot Wheeler now. He's my baby. Josh Reynolds is uh, st- starring, starting in the five-eighth role for the Tigers. So uh, this could go either way, gentlemen. What it, it really it does. It depends which. It depends which Josh team. Reynolds team. Josh Reynolds shows up for starters. Tigers are for me. Tigers are a lot like Cowboys in that you don't know which team's going to turn up each week. Yeah. Same with Warriors. But sadly, the, but the last two weeks. We've been odds on favourites. This week we're not. So no. I think we'll win. We I, like the yeah. other dog. We're now with two dollars. It's dollar eighty versus two dollars. Oh. Tigers are dollar eighty. Tell you what, it's close. Uh, it if could you're go ever going to break your Tigers. Campbelltown, Leichhardt, wherever <laughs> against Tigers in Sydney Hoodoo, this is the week. Well, it's it's Tigers, one of Tigers' seven home grounds. So what do you do? <laughs> I think Ford Pack is where we win it here, gentlemen. I think so. I like Tamalolo, the, Hess, yeah. Dunn, Maguire versus Musgrave, Garner, Luciano Leilua, and Alex Twal. So Tommy Gilbert's dropped off for Peter Holler and Corey Jensen. Well, Tommy Gilbert's suspended, so... Oh, did he get suspended? Yeah, he took oh, the other right. play oh, in, okay. Um, yeah, Fair enough. A little too enthusiastic in the first game. I mean, yeah, you, you look at that. You lose Lolo, Molo, and Moose, and coming on replacing them is Holla, Jensen, Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. That's and Benny Hampton's going to be relieving for probably Robbo, which isn't the worst. I don't mind no, Hampton no. as a utility. He's as probably a better utility than a full time winger. Yes. So. Which I think that's probably, I, I that's think, not a probably. I, 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 think that's, I do believe that that's that's Benny's spot. Benny spots the yeah. fourteen. Yeah, the, he is a fourteen. Like as much as everyone would love to be a, a, a starting player, he just offers so much coverage. Well, I mean, he, he's he's only a little fella, but he can play hooker, he can play halves, he can play fullback, he can play wing, he can play center. If you had asked him to, I'm sure if you asked him to put on a number eight or a number ten, he would do that with pride as well. He played if, well in fullback. Yeah, if he was fourteen, I thought he played really well in fullback when he was playing fullback yeah, for us. You yeah. know, I, I I thought that was. Probably he's probably unlucky the drink water came into the club. Yeah. Um, otherwise, he would have probably stuck out the season. I reckon would have been good to have him in fourteen last week when Val went down. Yeah, so. yeah. And I think that may be that's why they've done it too. <laughs> Maybe. 
Maybe. Oh, maybe a weekend Q cup has uh, helped him. I know. <laughs> I know. I said that on purpose. Oh, we're all funny players today, aren't, aren't we? we? We're all funny. F- uh, <laughs> no, it's fine. It's all good. Yeah, I reckon so, a good engine room with mentioning earlier, but you've got Speedsters, you've got Hammer, Connolly, Masters and O'Neill. <laughs> it's sad to say, but Felty's probably the slowest one out there and he's no slouch either. So. No. And, <laughs> and you've got to feel sorry a little bit for players like Opacek and stuff like yeah. that as well, who who's biting at the bit to get out there and is quite a handy centre player. Who I don't know how old he would go. I don't know whether he's a, a, a true blue centre and would not work on the wing or not. I don't know. Mm. I mean, uh, there's been a lot of calls for maybe to put him into the centres and put O'Neill on the wing. Um, I think O'Neill's too good to be on the yeah, wing. Yeah, I think he's he's been solid in defence. Mm, yeah. And you also see Masters coming up against his old club as well. Hopefully, he has, a, hopefully he has a better game than he did last week. I mean, we, we've been raving over his starts in the season, mm. but um, he had a shocker last week. So. Oh, I think everyone was a little off last week. I think with the, the mix-up of the you know losing your fullback and then losing uh, McLean, I think that shook the team up a bit too much. Again, going back to 2018, that's what yeah, brewed us a lot that I, year. I mean, I know I can I know we can say that, but I mean, these guys are yeah, professional athletes. These, these, are, these guys are professional athletes. It may disrupt a little bit, but and and, and yes, maybe. A little bit Five with minutes, ten minutes. All right, this is what's happening. Let's get back into yeah, it. Yeah, it happened very early in the game. Let's be honest; it happened very, it very didn't. early in the game, and they had sixty minutes to get their crap together. And they, but it didn't and, help that the Warriors were on the on the ball. Like oh, they, the Warriors played well again. I mean, they played well, and you, they did, we didn't have time to adjust. No. That's the thing. But yeah, I, and I, then momentum, which is a massive thing in yeah. in this game, especially now, more so this this half of this season. <laughs> yeah, true. Then it has been in the last five to six years. Momentum is is key now. Oh, and especially in the shortened season. I mean, we've all said it. I think what you got to have to win around about maybe twelve games to. Oh yeah, to make the eight. And now the problem is, and this happens with Cowboys a lot. Our back gets up against it, and we start to do desperate things. Yep. And that's what was happening in the game last week as well. Yeah, we and needed someone to grab. We needed someone in 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 the pivotal spots to grab that game by the scruff would, of the neck and try and pull it back. I would love to see a few little chip and chases with. Hammer in the pocket. Oh. He could he could explode, you know, like the old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say that he does. He he, he, oh. he has those. The, and I'm not trying to compare the kid against Mango because it's that's doesn't need that doesn't, pressure. Doesn't Pretty need much that pressure. they're on par. But I do it's see. I see glimpses. <laughs> I see glimpses like little things that I've you know just the little things that I've seen him do already on the nines and and, and also in, in one game and I know we're giving a lot of rap and a lot of probably too much rap for the for one game but it's promising it's, and we and we said it after the nines it's promising mm. and, and and we're glad they took up the option and put him into the thirty yep. once that date kicked over so yeah it's definitely good uh, I, I I'm always nervous tigers sharks those kind of games are always nervous for us they're games that we should win and we always seem to just struggle with them. Well, have you finished tallying up? I have. I have finished tallying up. Let's see. Yeah, quick, quick. Boom. Done. So our tally for Cowboys on... TheBarkingFrog.xl. The Cowboys on the ranch player of the year at the moment. The standings are on 32 points. Jason Tomalolo and 21 points, making a big move up the leaderboard. Moose Maguire, 15 points. He's gone a little bit stagnant at the moment, but there's Masters. Uh, Robson moves up onto 11 points in fourth place. In fifth spot, Molo on eight points. Our boy Felty. Sounds like I'm calling a dog race or something. (laughs) Horse race. Our mate Felty in seven. Uh, no, Hammerso. He's in the black black colours. <laughs> in the black colours. Yes. Uh, Hammerso uh, on six points. Uh, then we've got Hess, Clifford, and Holmes all on five. It's and then we have Morgs. Mate. 
Cooper, Drinkwater, Hampton, Dunn and O'Neill all on one point. Very good, very good, very good. And the, there is a massive trophy coming to one of those boys at the end of the year. We might I'm actually just, pull I'm just some, making that up. We might actually pull some money from our uh, our winnings. Yeah. yeah to well, get something for him. I'll Hope make you, something up. A packet of Tim Tams. Well. packet of Tim Tams or something like that. Oh, a packet of Gucci Tim Tams, not oh, just the plain yeah. old. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Now, do you have a This Week in Cowboys Past I, history? I theater? have one very similar to last week where <laughs> we're sort of just going to make it up as we go along. Just doing but this on the fly. But how good was it though last week? When you pull out and then the NRL pull it out the next day and put it up. I swear the NRL must be listening to our podcast. Well, why wouldn't they? Pretty I mean, I mean, it's the premier well. premier podcast for rugby league, obviously. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> premier. So, if you weren't too sure, if you do remember what Pistol talked about last week, um, we did put it up on our Facebook page. Um, the NRL actually posted it the next day. The actual footage of uh, Pistol's a Cowboys memory in time. Yeah, so it was uh, quite nice. Maybe they'll do it again this week for us. Who knows? So, what we're going to do? Uh, stick into a Tiger theme this week. We're going to take you all the way back to round twenty six, two thousand and thirteen which happened to be the 7th of September. It had to be a Saturday night. Now, previously, six days earlier was the 1st of September, first day of spring. I got married on that day playing the Sharks, and uh, with about 10 minutes to go, I had to say I do, so I didn't quite get to see the end of that game. We ended up winning, which was a good thing, because we had to win the last of our six games to try and get eighth spot of that 2013 season. So this all pinned it on to the final round. We're coming Coming up against Tigers, one three hundred small stadium. I'm up up in Yungaburra at uh, the pub up there, celebrate my anniversary, uh, my honeymoon, not anniversary. That would have been a year later, and we needed to win this game to get into the eight. However, the Titans lost to the Storm before us, so we just had to win and didn't margin, didn't worry. However, the boys came out and put on a clinic. Tries to wade the Uglule. Eulogia, I'll get Jeez. that out one day. Uh, Mango scored a double. Robert Louis, the Danny Glover lookalike, crossed over. Um, <laughs> double T, Tamalolo, Thurston, all crossing the strip. And the Summer Pints, which is Winterstein for those playing at home, uh, crossed over. Thurston's bagged six out of seven. Bowen scored, uh, kicked a goal as well. And the boys ended up going in winners 50-22, to 22, keeping our season alive, playing the Sharks in the qualifying final the following week. Something about seven tackles and Lynette not trying to get the ball over in the corner properly ended our season there. But it was just a great, uh, great run. Uh, we were written off well and truly by around um, uh, round 17 or so. We, we'd lost to the Raiders. We'd lost to Manly. Round 20, because we had a buy in 19, we lost to the Broncos, and it was basically season's over. We can't do Jack. Uh, Neil Henry's getting the ass because we signed Paul Green for the 14 season, and it was all just shut up shop. Then the belief came in. So round 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, six-game winning streak. We make it in the finals. No different to this season. It'll all start again on a Saturday <laughs> night against the Tigers, which will kick off a good six to seven game winning streak and really put us up on the ladder and have people talking us about us. That's what I like to hear, mate. That's what I like to hear. Another yes. Cowboys uh, moment in history right there. Thanks like to Pistol. Well, nice work, mate. On the Ranch has an official tipping competition at ESPN Footy Tips. Footytips.com.au forward slash comps forward slash on underscore the underscore ranch. The password is Goat, if you want to get on board. The winner this year will win a jersey, a 2020 Cowboys jersey. 
Currently signed by Kyle Felt. Hammer away. That's Hammer away jersey there. Right? That's a home jersey, I believe. Yeah, it's a, it's a home jersey. And uh, we're going to get more and more people to sign that one as much as we can. Get on board. Even if you've already started tipping, a few people joined us this week. Uh, two or three, we had new joiners to the tipping comp. Currently, as it stands, last week, a whole bunch of people tipped six. You're all cheaters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Someone tip seven. You're cheating even more. Tunza. Tunza. How did you tip seven? That's rubbish. Oh, he's on the take. Or she. Uh, so, leading the competition currently, Graham. 33 points with a 65-point margin. Graham. Is that work. Graham Craig? It's Graham. His uh, name is Graham. I can't see if it's Graham Craig. I'm I think afraid. it is Graham Craig. He sent me a message about that. I said, you cheater. Oh, well, Graham, keep it up. Also on 33 points is Rod and Lisa, Magic Mick, and Cambo22. On 32 points, The Irk and me. Oh, you cheater. Hanging in there. Hanging in there. For as long as I only tipped five this week. It was horrible. Tunza on 31. I wish along I with could get five. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we know. We know yeah. <laughs> Tunza, Jaden, Dan, Dev, Red Hot, Richie, and Toddles all on 31 points. And that's the top 11 for this week. If I scroll down this page. I dropped about five spots. I'm in 22nd or something. You are like in that. 22nd, Mick, on 29 points. You're really not that far behind. No, I know. Uh, if we keep going further down. You say the leader was on 33. 33. Yeah. Now, I have to go to page two. Because we've got more tipsters now, and Morgan's missed two weeks. And he's still ahead of you. He's still <laughs> ahead of you. Pistol's at 51st spot this out of 57. Me. This will do me. There are 57 spots. Two more and we'll have 59. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 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 That'd be a record. Oh, look after your own team. Worry about your own work, <laughs> I've been hit 59 0 at Suncorp before Brisbane. All right, we'll get into it this week. We have lining up. Hang on. Thursday night. What what points was I on? About 18 or something. Oh, so two perfect rounds out of it, and I'm back in. Yeah, add in the joke around. Yeah. Get a perfect round and joke around. Practically right. home. Yeah. Probably. You think Rod and Lisa are two different people, and one tips each alternate week? If they were two different accounts. Oh, I see what you're saying. So yeah. one person tips one week, one yeah. person, and then the partner tips the next yeah. week. You'd, yeah, have ask, you'd have to ask Rod or Lisa. Hey, Rod or Lisa, if you're listening to this, can you just write on the wall or something and just see if you do alternate tipping or you just agree? Does or? it matter? They're still doing better than you. For now. <laughs> for now. I've got four good perfect rounds in a row ahead of me here. Ooh. All right, Thursday night, this Thursday, 7.50 p.m., primetime television, surprise, surprise, Central Coast Stadium, the Knights in fourth, $1.44 favourites, hosting the Broncos, who are in 12th at $2.80. Go the other way around the table. Okay, um, I've gone the uh, Knights by 10. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that is the margin game. That is the margin game. Look out for a Ponga Masterclass, Knights by 26. And that's why we like to have large margins over there. Well, you're pretty close, actually, in that 59-0 drubbing. Mm. I'm going the Knights, and I've put a six-point margin. I think it will be close. You Uh, actually went away from the fours. You're doing sixes now. It's against the Broncos. He's got to push it up a little bit. (laughs) Put 18 down. You know they're going to get done. Yeah. Friday, 19th, 6 p.m. The Rabbitohs in 10th, playing the Warriors in 11th. Sounds weird saying the Rabbitohs are in 10th, but there are $1.42 favourites out there at Bankwest Stadium on Friday night, or Friday evening. Friday, yeah, early evening. Um, I've gone, the, this one was, this was a bit of a toughie to pick. Um, Warriors are due for their off week, so... Um, <laughs> yeah, of course yeah, they would. Uh, I've got, 
but the bunnies did look pretty pr- promising last week. Actually, Cody Walker back. Uh, you know, so I'm I've gone I've gone the bunnies. I think that uh, the bunnies against Titans was just a just a flash. I think Latrell's going to have a shocker. I think he's he had one good game, and I think it's going to go to his head. You're going the boys from across the. I'm country. definitely going for the Tamworth Warriors. <laughs> Absolutely, I am. Oh, I'm going to go the I rabbits. go for them every week until they play us. Yeah, I know. That's fine. I'm going for the Rabbits myself. Well, I'm tipping Rabbits. I'd actually prefer the Warriors one. But anyway, moving on. Friday, the second game at 7.55pm. The Panthers in fifth out at Campbelltown. Hosting the Storm in third. Could be a cracker of a game. Shaping up that way. Storm going in $1.45 favourites. Yeah, I've this was a, this week is actually a tough week to tip. Um, Every week is tough. Oh, I don't know. It went all right. Well, it is when week. you're only on eighteen points. Yeah, <laughs> I've gone. I've gone the storm, but I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it'll be a very, very close game. But I've gone the storm. Cleary back. Cleary was back last oh, week. That's, see, I didn't even watch the games last week. Cowboys lost, and I had the craps and went out and drank <laughs> rum on the patio. <laughs> Uh, I'm going Panthers. I think that they'll they'll do Storm in a canter. I'm going to... Well, I had such a bad weekend, I left town. Uh, I am going for the Storm this week, sadly. Mm, surprises it. I'd like to see the... That's why I'm up the top, Peter. You're down the bottom. Yeah, four now. Saturday, 3pm. The cracker. The game of the round. <laughs> Drop everything. Drop it. Oh. Go and get a KO subscription just for this. This is almost the battle for the spoon, isn't it? Oh, it's very damn close. Uh, fine china, chill the lemonade, and tie a ribbon <laughs> around the old oak tree. <laughs> Suncorp Stadium. The Titans in 16. Why not just have this at Seabus? No one's going to go watch it anyway. Titans in <laughs> Titans in 16th, uh, up against the Dragons in 14th. The Dragons are $1.57 favourites, my God. Put Titans in your multi this week, Peter, but uh, Mick, I um, cracker. I think the Absolute Dragons cracker. were lucky to win last week against the Sharks, to be all honest with you. Um, it, yeah, I, I've gone. I've actually gone the Titans in this one. I think this could be one of the Titans. I mean, I am nervous because the Dragons did sort of finish quite well in that game against the Sharks, but I've gone the Titans. I think they, they may pop this one home. Yeah, Titans didn't play the greatest against South for for a few minutes that I saw of that game. But they stayed in the fight. They didn't let South run away with it. And I think their young halfback, Fogarty, is going to be a shining thing. Um, get Peachy firing. I reckon Titans in this one. I think uh, the Red V are uh, destined for... I had them for minor premiers at the start. I think they'll get Wooden Spoon this year. It's looking that way, but I'm tipping them for this week. I think they might have turned it around. Oh, well, you're wrong. You don't have to comment on every tip. Thanks, Pia. Saturday... <laughs> At 5.30 p.m. The Tigers, the game... Now, this is the game of the round. See, if you if you crack out all the fine china and everything for the game before, leave it out, give it a wipe down. For the Tigers in ninth, hosting the Cowboys in eighth. Whoa. Out of Campbelltown. Double header at the town. 5.30 p.m. Saturday. Saturday, Saturday. So, um, I've, I've, I've gone the Cowboys. Um... $2. But uh, very, Jeez. very nervous. Even more nervous than I was against the Sharks. Uh, I've gone the Cowboys. It's the old rivalry. This is the Watson Coventry Trophy Cup going on the line here. Mm. Brother-in-law in Newcastle going for the Tigers. I will definitely be going for the Cowboys and expect a lot of text messages all week. And Cowboys will, yeah, their engine room is going to be too strong. They'll win this and win it well. 19 plus. I'm with you. I'm going Cowboys this week. Hammer uh, save for a hat trick. Tipping, you know how I am in tipping. I will not tip us if I don't think we're going to win, but I think we will. So, Cowboys it is. The next game on the schedule on Saturday, 7.35 p.m. 
Roosters in sixth hosting the Eels at Bank West. Roosters a dollar forty five favourites. That's interesting. Get on the Eels uh, at two dollars seventy five. Mate, the way the way the Roosters have been playing, I, I, it's not a not every time a they shock. win. Every not time they win one, they're closer to another loss. Yeah. Uh, look, look, I've gone Parramatta. I have gone Parramatta, but um, this probably sort of lines up to be the game of the round. We just previewed it yeah, just, just before. We just did yeah, it. Yeah, I know. We just watched the game of the round. We just what? We just did it. No, this we're packing is, away the fine china because no one cares like, about the next game. This is like the matinee session that no one goes to. Too drunk by now, anyway. Who, yeah. Who knows what's going on at seven thirty-five? I've gone. I've gone the eels. Okay, I've gone the eels. <laughs> oh wow. See, this all started because of we talked about teams that we hated at the start of the, start of the podcast. It's, yeah, it's just nah. gone downhill from here. It's all good. Uh, you know, I've gone, I've gone the Eels, but I, I tell you what, I, the way the Roosters have been playing the last couple of weeks is going to be a test to see if Parramatta can keep going. But anyway. I, I hope the Eels bubble doesn't burst just yet. I said it last week that they'd lose to Penrith and you're on a four-game losing streak. How good's my Rain Man skills? Mm. <laughs> Not up there. That's um, why everyone went for Parramatta. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we call you Drizzle. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, Fine man didn't know he could fight till he tried it either. Um, oh. Parramatta. I'm going the Eels. I'd, What's the matter, Parramatta? Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing the Roosters get a bit of their own punishment. Like, I don't know, Parrot 48-2 or something like that. Oh, I don't think that's going to happen. I, no, I don't think it will. that far I out. think it's going to happen. Mm. I think okay. Tedesco is going to break a leg in the first 15 minutes. Tell you what, he's playing well. But anyway, uh, I am going the Eels as well. I think that the game being out at Bank West is Slippery Fortress. I don't know. Something yeah, how's something that though? It's at Bank West, but they're the away team. Yeah, know. but you know, that's like Titans playing at Suncorp. Where it's it's unprecedented. It's uncertain times. Yeah. Everybody's got to sanitise their hands before they touch things. <laughs> and wash the exactly ball. exactly the opposite of what I did before I walked into your house, mate. Yeah. Sunday. Ladies and gentlemen, the ranch does not condone what Rob just did then. But, Can't remember uh, last what? time I Any used hand sanitizer. Sanitizer. Bob and Anyway, you, moving on. You don't condone me not sanitising my hands. Sunday the 21st at 4.05pm, the Raiders in second, a dollar fifty-seven favourites up against the Sea Eagles in seventh at Campbelltown. This is going to be another good game. This, this, this could I, this, be. Uh, Manly played really, really well last week. Um, just they just seem to be clicking. But I've gone Canberra. <laughs> Manly going really well. I would like to see him go really well, but I'm going uh, Canberra. Manly's, Manly's firing. We're going to yeah, we'll go Raiders. Um, yeah, Raiders for mine. I think uh, <laughs> last week was just a... I don't know, they won Tigers the week before. Yeah, no, I think they're going fine. Okay. I reckon Raiders are on. We're all hang, hang, hanging out on you for the way you called that Mick, and uh, I'm going the Raiders as well. <laughs> Three Raiders. Yeah. Well. I felt that I was waffling too long, so I just cut it short. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to do a pistol. Sunday the 21st at 6.30. You gave me the lead off. I didn't want to lead off too hard, though. It's, it's all good. Uh, Sharks. In 13th at $1.50 at Bankwest, hosting the Bulldogs in 15th at $2.60. Sharks off a loss last week to the Dragons. Doggies got pumped in the end by the Roosters, but showed glimpses of what they are capable of. Sharks. They look like they were hurting too, the Bulldogs. Yeah, yeah I've gone Sharks. I, I really think Bulldogs Is Moreland back, back this week for Sharks? Or is his hammy still giving him grief? Something's probably giving know. him grief. He's, I don't know if it's a hammy. He's definitely... A, he's held together by tape, isn't he? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, between him and Josh Dugan. Yeah. Is it just me or has Dugs put on a few kick kegs? Oh, oh, he looks it, but he can still run. I don't think he can anymore, to be honest with I you. Know. I have not seen him bust out like he used to. I he's, went for a run. He looks like he's gone for easy. the old... Uh, I think he'll end up in the forward pack before he retires. Oh, wow. Yep. One yep. hit up. Yep. Maybe. <laughs> you get ruined in the forward pack. I know. Uh, Fun to watch. <laughs> 
Look, I've gone the dogs almost the every week the until they played us, and they just keep stuffing me. I'm going the Sharks, and you watch the dogs win this week. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll screw this pistol yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got we got to prove a point to one wanker up in North Queensland. <laughs> Let's win it for him so that he gets it to hey, wrong. There's a switch. Pistol's calling himself a wanker this week. Yeah. <laughs> Is that because you copped so much abuse? So much. Yeah. So much. <laughs> so much. All right. That's uh, to buy flowers and favourites for everyone. Yeah, sharks. Yeah, took out all the Turkish delights, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and so picnics, the, uh, picnics are rubbish. I've just yeah. filled it with picnics. Picnics are good. Oh, they're not in the favourites book. Anyway, we'll move on from that or we will <laughs> be here all night. This pistol can argue about chocolate <laughs> all night. Uh, I'm going the sharks as well, so that's uh, th- three sharks, I think. All right, that's tipping for this week. Get on board. Be Clean NQ will sort you out with a jersey if you win the tipping comp this year. And why wouldn't you? Yeah, why not? Yeah, why, why couldn't you win? Anyone could win it. Anyone, even me. Well, I mean... <laughs> Man, I'll get eight this week and I'll be back up to 26. If I get eight, everyone will get like one or two. So that's a massive close of game. I'm have a word in the in the B-Clean NQ's uh, owner's ear and just tell him, don't give this guy anything. Oh, well. oh no, actually, I won't say that because he needs to give him a lift home after this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder if Rod and Lisa, if they share it, like they get to wear it one week and one off. I really can't. I don't know if you'd yeah. wear it or if you'd frame it. Oh, you'd, yeah. With the signature, with our signatures with our on it, you'd have to you'd, you'd, you'd have frame, to frame it. it. Well, you I would, would frame it. I would. I could put you onto a good framer too. Yes. Yeah. Multi time. Oh, picture frame. Picture frame. That's me. Yeah. So yeah, we're picking that picture frame. Wow, amateur hour. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of the night once again to bring us on home. All thanks to Fusion Networks. Get yourselves ready. Get the wallets out for Pistols Multi. Right, right, right. You're going to learn today. All right, today's multi will net you a lot of cash. We're going the tried and true five-legger on all of Pistols' favourite teams and one he loves to see lose. Oh, I like so, it. I'm on board. This week, we're going the oh, yeah. Knights to beat the Bronx. $1.44. We're going the Warriors against Souths. $2.90. We're going the Cows against the Tigers. At $2.00 neat. We're going the Raiders against Manly. $1.57. And the Pride of the Jungle in a different code, the Lions. Hold on, I've got to make a few extra clicks to get across to the lines. Yeah, I see how I threw a curveball on you in that one. And someone's hooning down the front of Mick's yard. Is that what that was? I thought someone had some IBS problems. Uh, $1.80 for the... Oh, yeah. Man, now I, yeah. Can't, I cannot endorse this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't endorse this multi yes, at all. Yes, you can. You said at the start, oh. yes, I'm getting on board this one. Mm, unfortunately, so the Lions that. to beat the Eagles. See how I held that one back and wait until you get to the convenient. other screen very, while you're all looking convenient. keen and yeah. Is that like a rope-a-dope? Mm. Is that like a rope-a-dope? Rope-a-nope. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, power played. It's $27.29. Spurge better get on board that if you want to win your money. So load on up, ladies and gentlemen. You've got the Knights to beat Bronx. You've got the Warriors to beat South. You've got the Cows against the Tigers. You've got the Raiders against Manly. And the King of the Jungle, the Lion Tamers, to beat the Eagles in the AFL. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is Pistols Multi. I hope you wrote that down because we're too slack to prove up on our socials. All thanks to Fusion Networks. We might actually get Morgs back in here one day to see if he's actually got our cash for us or not. But I don't know. We'll see. He better. He would spend it on that kitchen. For all your data needs, Fusion Networks, great supporters of On the Ranch. 
just can't. I can't. I can't bring myself to do it. <laughs> just click OK. Place bet. Can't. Physically can't. Sorry. Can't Better leave me. <laughs> well, that's Pistols Multi for this week. That's our tipping con for this week. This day in Cowboys history. It's all happened there. Look, I've got some words of wisdom again for you this week. Oh, this would be cool. I this like last week. This good. <clears throat> so, all the adversity I've had in my life, all my troubles and obstacles have strengthened me. You may not realise it when it happens, but a kick in the teeth may be the best thing in the world for you. <laughs> wow. Well, you've been sleeping with your crystals again or something. Like that. Well, that's us for another week. Find us all at On The Ranch NQ on Instagram. You can find me at XRBob on Twitter. Pistol is at the On The Spot Facebook page. At Morgan's Holmes Evans is on the socials for Fusion Networks. Last by no means least, at the Parking Frog MC. Yo-yo! Get on the grinder, get pumped. (laughs) You can get on the grinder and get pumped if you want. (laughs) Wow, I just realised what I said. What is wrong with you tonight? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bring your A game next week. This is my A game. That's what's that's what's so bad about it. Look, uh, <laughs> big show, big show next week, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, make sure you share this out. Get all your friends on board. Uh, have a laugh. Have a chuckle. Win a few dollars. And uh, yeah, next great Saturday, way, great way to lead in. This Saturday. This Saturday. Five thirty. Five thirty. Tigers. Be loud, be proud, have a good day on the punt, roll it into the Cowboys winning. God damn, Carol Carol Baskin. Baskin. (laughs) You know that's what we're going to put up a sign if they come up when they play it off here. (laughs) Thanks for for tuning in. Yeah, why not? Enjoy. This is Bob signing off. This is the Pistol signing off. Good luck at (laughs) Doombin. Frog out. Just Doombin.